0: So many people dream about living in Paris. We're joined today by somebody who not only lives in Paris, somebody who fell in love with and married a Frenchman, moved to Paris, and now has a delightful little baby. She writes a blog, howtomarryafrenchman.blogspot.com, and she joins us today to give us a little insight into her life. Mary Bouron, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Rick. So walking around Paris, very pregnant, How do people treat you? Yeah,
1: they are very excited about it. They love, they, the French, love families, love babies, and love to see young women making more of them. I was (laughs) exiting my bakery one day and had an older gentleman come up to me, and he took my hand in his, and he told me he thought I looked beautiful, and then he thanked me for making a new French citizen.
0: Really? Yes. So there's that sort of almost patriotism about bringing another child into the French realm.
1: Thank you for bringing us another taxpayer, I think.
0: (laughs) And how old is your baby now?
1: She is 15 months. Colette.
0: Colette. Nice. You wrote in your blog, by the way, your blog is so interesting, howtomarryafrenchman.blogspot.com, you wrote about a room full of Gemini.
1: (laughs) Yes. Now, Paris is very popular to have babies, so there are a lot of young families in Paris. There's a lot of services, but there's so many babies that you really have got to get your organization down. For example, when you want to give birth in a specific hospital, um, you really have to apply right away. So, for example, I had a lot of girlfriends who were starting to get pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant. They would call the hospital every month, reserve a bed, and then if they got pregnant at the end of the month, keep their spot. And if they didn't, they'd call back and cancel. They
0: reserved a bed nine, ten months in advance? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Really? So just in
0: case you can conceive, you've nailed a bed?
1: You've got a bed down, yeah. So that's first things first is book your hospital in advance. And then the same thing is true with daycare. So the most popular month to give birth in Paris is May because you have to have a three-month-old baby in order to leave them in the daycare system. They can't be under three months. Okay. And every school year, there's something called la rentrée, which is the big September opening. And so all of the spots fill up in September.
0: So if you're... Angling for a top-notch daycare. Yes. You want a baby that's three months old in September. Exactly. When most of the vacancies appear.
1: That's right. And they make those lists in May, so you want to have a springtime baby.
0: Wow, that requires a little bit of uh, artistry. (laughs) Are the Parisian Uh, women pretty pretty good at that?
1: Oh yeah, they're really good at it. In fact, I was completely sort of blindsided by this. We had an August baby, and then afterwards, when I'm telling people, oh la la la, August. Oh, what a difficult month to give birth.
0: You write in your in your blog about the Mammies of Montmartre. Tell yes. us about that.
1: Yeah, Mammy is a is a nice name for grandma, uh, and there are a lot of elderly people that live on this hill, and they are really involved in children's lives—their children, other people's children, even uh, yours, a stranger, uh, my child. A yes, yes, yeah. I think it's the it takes a village. Are they judgmental? To raise a baby. I mean,
0: I, I know it's kind of odd when an older person kind of. Make some judgmental comment on how you're yes, raising took, your child.
1: It took it took a little while to get used to it, but these uh, elderly women would just march right up to you and tell you what they thought of you. You know, Oh, madame, look at these poor babies' arms. You've exposed them to the wind, or the other way around, even ten minutes later they could come up to you and say, Oh, madame, your baby's suffocating with all of these scarves da da da, da. So they're very concerned about
0: uh, so without any sort of uh, invitation, oh, they'll no. give you plenty you, of advice. no, 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 Even if of you're sort of,
1: you know, sort of moving your eyesight <laughs> over here to sort of avoid them, they'll march right up to you and say, Oh, madame, madame, and give you a little nugget of advice.
0: Is it annoying or is it endearing? Uh,
1: both. Uh, I try and take the endearing track because it, it is really sweet.
0: That's a good positive mindset. Uh, I would, uh, <laughs> when you're living in a complicated and dense sort of environment like Paris with so many yeah. strong feelings about how to live and what's right.
1: There's also no winning here. So I just... <laughs> I don't try and debate. I just, oh, madame, thank you. Yes. Oh, you're right. We're going to go right home right now and bundle up.
0: How long have you been married to uh, Gregoire? Four years. Four years. What's your advice to an American woman hoping to fall in love with a Parisian or a Frenchman? Do it. Do it? Yeah.
1: It's a lot of fun. They're How is that?
0: How are French men different? unique, different here? Yeah, yeah.
1: it's, um, I would say that, you know, very generally speaking, you know, it's hard to sum up a whole right. peoples here, but uh, that they're very sensitive. They're very sweet. So
0: it's not just until they get you. They're sensitive even several years into the marriage.
1: They really are. Yeah, well. My, or is
0: Gregoire just a well, unique? Gregoire
1: is yes. particularly sweet, yes. But generally speaking, they're a little bit softer than American men, and they make really nice life partners.
0: So, Mary, your baby's 14, 15 months old mm-hmm. now, yeah. and you've learned about maternity leave and daycare and, mm-hmm. and this sort of thing. How does that work for a, a French person compared to what we would expect in the United States?
1: Yeah, it's actually pretty different. And since this is my first baby, I didn't realize sort of all the differences until I was starting to describe this to my mother and my girlfriends and all of this. And they just, some of the things they couldn't believe. Um, for example, maternity leave starts a month before your due date. Okay. So oh. where here, you know, I know that I had friends that would bring their hospital bag and store it under their cubicle in case Start they had to under- water rush breaks. off. <laughs> yeah, right to work, <laughs> and then, and then they'd have a few weeks at home, of course, just like you know, and then they'd come back. Uh, where there, it starts early, so that last month before you're even due. You're already at home. You're fluffing the toys in the nursery. You're getting things ready.
0: And you're getting paid leave at this time. You
1: are. Yeah. That's when the paid leave starts. Yes. And then once your baby is born, so you have a month before, Mm -hmm. and then you have uh, sort of depending on the contract exactly, you've got between two and three months
0: afterwards. Okay. And then you go back to work. Does your place of employment accommodate your new needs now as a young mother?
1: They do. So there's two kinds of contracts you can have in France. You can have a CDD, which is a determined amount of time, or you can have a CDI, which is for an indefinite amount of time. So if you've got an indefinite amount of time contract, which is essentially you'd have to, you know, steal out of the cash machine to get fired, Uh, Mm -hmm. you've got a job for life almost, Mm -hmm. Um, you've got a lot more flexible benefits. So after that, three-month period, let's say, and you're ready to come back to work, you could come back four days a week instead of five. Mm -hmm. You could also choose to take a year of unpaid leave, Mm -hmm. and they'd have to keep a job available for you, not necessarily the same position, but same level of pay, same level of so responsibility. So your
0: employment would not be threatened if you chose to take a year off to be with your child. That's
1: exactly right. right. Um, and then you would get back into the system and I then see. you could get pregnant again and just sort of keep on going. So it's a really amazing amount of flexibility if you have one of these Is there... contracts of indeterminable length.
0: I know in Scandinavia they have paternity leave also. Mm-hmm. In in France, what's the approach to dads?
1: Yeah, dads get a couple of weeks as well. It's not as generous as the leave for the mom, but they get a couple of weeks to be at home for sure. And is it
0: use it or lose it?
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know anyone that hasn't used it. I can't imagine why you wouldn't. Now, these benefits that are so, so great are only, of course, available to people that have these amazing long-term contracts, which are a little bit hard to get if you are a young married woman thinking about having babies. They can kind of sniff that out.
0: Oh, because it's expensive to hire a woman who may be pregnant in a year because you'll have to give her these generous benefits. So that might make it tougher for you to land a job if you're in childbearing age and
1: tested to be a mom. Now, each company, it's imposed, just like the number of vacations or the number of work hours. The government just decides that everyone has to have it. So it's not you can't go to one company and get less or whatever. But they're, they're hesitant about hiring you. With
0: and, the economic challenges in Europe now and in France is having to look hard at their, you know, entitlements and so on. Sure. Do you feel like these things are going to be changing or do you feel like the French are committed to this?
1: I think they're really committed to this.
0: Yeah. They'll find a way to.
1: They'll find other things, getting rid of fiscal niches and there's plenty of stuff to cut right. there. But, but I think they're really committed to families and kids.
0: And Mary, let's talk about the practicalities of a little baby out in the big city Paris. Mm -hmm. What about taking a child, uh, an infant, to a restaurant, changing tables and so on, baby seats?
1: Well, first of all, I would encourage people to travel with their kids, even if they're little. It's so much fun, and I think you'll really connect with the locals. More people are going to want to come up to you, like we were saying, these mammies, uh, and give you some advice. But even in a restaurant or at a bakery, maybe they'll give your baby a little piece of cake, or they'll want to tear off a loaf of bread, and so... A baby is a fantastic accessory, a prop for getting to know the locals, that's for sure. But it comes with a few challenges. Um, Parisian restaurants are rarely equipped with high chairs. I know of two restaurants in all of Paris that have a changing table. I asked one of my Parisian mother friends when I first started, you know, how are you supposed to change their diaper? I don't understand. And she said, well, what you do is you go into the bathroom stall, close the door, put your knees together, put your baby facing you on your knees, and you change your baby on your own lap.
0: You make your own changing table. That's right. You
1: put the wipes over here, you put the diaper over there, and you are a human changing table, which uh, I now got this move down, but it took a couple of tries, yeah.
0: One thing great about Paris is all the public spaces for little kids as far as parks go. In fact, when we had our little kids at this age, we'd Mm -hmm. go to Place des Vosges, Mm -hmm. and they got a wonderful sandbox there, and the young families are out playing or... I remember going out to the Mamartan Museum and on Mm -hmm. the way from the walk from the metro station to the museum, delightful carousel and park and playground and the whole neighborhood was there.
1: The whole neighborhood is there because their living rooms are so small. So you really... uh,
0: People don't have their own yard. They don't have their own swing set.
1: They don't have their own swing set. Their living room is probably sort of half adult space and maybe a little corner for the kids. So you go out to those parks a couple times a day for sure. So you're really going to meet a lot of people there if you've got your kids there. That's fun.
0: Mary, I would love to check back in with you and Colette (laughs) in a couple of years and see how things are going. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Best wishes. Thanks. Rick Steves teaches smart travel to France and beyond. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Paris' top sites, a monthly travel newsletter, and a world of information to help you turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. To gear up for your next French adventure, begin your trip at ricksteves.com.